Good morning. You're listening to 89.1 FM WXVU Villanova Student on Radio The Roar. You're listening to Fun in Locker Room. As always, Truett Carster, Sean Rankle, Liam Holloway, and we have a great amount of stuff to talk about today. A uh, little bit of NFL offseason news. Uh, we'll get into the Lamar Jackson trade request, what will happen with Aaron Rodgers, um, the deals that are made for the commanders. But we have to talk a lot about the N- NBA, of course. Seven games left in the regular season. What will happen as this c- regular season concludes. And then, obviously, opening days tomorrow. We're all very excited about that. We just did our uh, MLB fantasy baseball draft. Um, pretty excited about my team. I think it's going to put Rank's team in the, in the dust. But that's just me. Um, and then, obviously, it's still March. still March Madness, Final Four. Both men's, we, we can talk about the women's too. I believe they're in the championship game now? Final Four still. Final Four. Final Four still. Um, so we'll talk about that. We'll talk about Maddie Segrist officially announcing she's going to go to the WNBA, Caitlin Clark, all that good stuff. So stick around with us for the next hour and so. Um, and uh, basically don't change the dial because we, we're going to have a lot of great stuff going on. But... I guess, as always, we'll, we'll start with some NFL. It's going to be a brief segment today, just a little bit of offseason news. But let's talk about the Lamar Jackson trade request that kind of rocked the, uh, the NFL media the other day. Uh, let's hear from our, our in-house <laughs> Lamar Jackson super fan. What yeah. do you got? So uh, my insider sources have, have told me, you know, Lamar, he didn't want to be in Baltimore. And he just made it clear on Twitter. Um, apparently, Can- as for a trade, was it March March 2nd? Second? March yeah, 2nd. Like yes, for a while a ago. And... I don't think we're going to disagree on this take. I don't think anybody really blames him. Organization hasn't done anything for him. They won't pay him. They won't put a good team around him. So I'm, I'm glad to, to see that he wants out. I hope he goes to a good team. I'd like to see him on a team. I mean, the thing I don't get is why teams are, like, out on him. The Fal- I, I feel like he's just botched his complete negotiations. Like, the Falcons said they're out on him, but are there really – you can make the argument – He's a top five quarterback, right? I, I'd yeah. s- I'd say there's team there's maybe like ten or so teams in the NFL that have a quarterback for the future. Why are those other twenty two teams not not doing anything? What, uh, what's going on there? I think it's because of who Lamar Jackson is. The fact that he sat out or argument sat out. Who knows? But like he's been constantly hurt at the end of seasons. He does not have an agent. He's been. S- saying these random things on Twitter nonstop, and the fact that he's asking for a fully guaranteed contract, which nobody wants to give in the NFL, because everybody looked at what the Browns did with Sean Watson and was like, that's ridiculous, and nobody wants to pay him that much money for a fully guaranteed contract, because it's just not what quarterbacks are going for, not what the NFL is. I think that's the biggest problem here. I, I just, I don't get it. I don't, I don't get it at all. You're telling me that, like, these teams would just suffer with terrible quarterbacks and not even, like... Tr- it doesn't make any sense. You get this guy on your team, he's going to win you games by himself. Not to mention, if you if you build around him a little bit, he's he's bound to do great things. I, I think people are worried about, the one, the price, and two, like how much dedicated he is to a team. I mean, you, you look at it like that, but then you look at a guy like Tua, who, you know, he's got he's got a good amount of talent, but he's been hurt too. Yeah, but any, he's, anybody not, he's could not go asking down. this much money, though. Anybody could go down in an instant. I don't. I think it's I the really money. Don't s- I really think it's the money. Um, before I, I give my two cents on it, no pun intended. Um, who, who are these insider sources that, you, that you're referencing? Lamar himself. Oh, okay. No, that's cool. <laughs> I, I didn't know you guys still talk. That's awesome. I, I know you guys go way back. Um, yeah, I. 
I just I guess to address your first point, totally agree. You know, it's it's time to get out of there. It's time to leave. It's it's really sad. You know, as a fan of the sport, that uh, you know, I don't know why you can't really put pieces around him, especially on offense. You know, I think we've talked in the past that they've tried to do stuff on defense, but um, you know, on offense, you just kind of have this running back carousel that you know kind of always gets injured it's not their fault but it's still you know you're not bringing in big names you have marquise brown has been his best wide receiver and they just got rid of him and he was dog um dog crap excuse me um, dog water dog water thank you gotcha. <laughs> uh, mark andrews has been the only good piece on offense around him he's um, double teamed every time double teamed every time you know and i would love to see him go to like the colts play with uh jonathan taylor play with uh pitman have a great defense um They've always had a terrible line too, the Ravens. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I it kind of baffles me. I get the guaranteed money's an issue. Um, I saw this thing on Twitter, and it's probably I'd say there's a 99 percent chance it's true. I mean, it's not true um, that all, that all the NFL owners are getting together to um, basically collectively agree to blue ball. Lamar Jackson and not get him a contract to, so that it lowers the price, the annual salary for quarterbacks. I believe the term is blackball. Blackball. I, yeah. I, I apologize. Blackball. I, I, I don't think, Wrong color. I don't think um, they're concerned about the price. I think they are, though, banning Taylor not to give him a guaranteed contract. Yeah. Because I think after Deshaun Watson got it, if you give a second guy it, that sets a precedent yeah. going forward that you have to give guaranteed contracts. So I don't think it's the, the, I think it's the guaranteed part that's really... The owners are banding together saying we're not going to give him a guaranteed contract. I think that's true. I don't think the fact yeah. that it's the average annual value they're really annoyed about. I think it's it's the guarantee. Well, and 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 I totally understand that because, you know, knock on wood, you have you have a quarterback whose playing style just inherently is going to be more injury prone um, than others, you know. I get it. It just it makes me sick that a dude that had didn't play football for three years, had 25 sexual assault allegations, yeah, is, is getting paid. And, and Lamar Jackson, who's been balling his entire career, he won a unanimous MVP, isn't. I mean... It's, it's the Browns, though. They're a dysfunctional yeah. organization. It's terrible. Well, Baltimore's... They're not too far behind them. I'm, I'm looking at the, all the NFL teams right now. I want to say there's eight, eight or so teams, depending on where Rodgers goes, that don't need to worry about a quarterback. Every other team should be chomping at the bit to get this guy. Are you including the Giants, the team that shouldn't worry about a quarterback? Or yeah, cool. The Giants, the Giants aren't worried <laughs> about. Need that they're not. Cool. They're not worried about a quarterback Thank right you. now. I mean, I, I do like it, it's, talent wise. As much as I don't like Lamar Jackson, he's a talent and a talented player that almost every single team, if you look at just in a vacuum of talent, should have him. But when you get into the contract of having to give away two first-round picks, having to give away all this money, having and all those situations of like lowering your team value, that's where I think the problem is with these teams. I don't think it's the actual physical talent. Have to pay, if you want to win, you're going to have to pay people eventually. But not that's, the quarterback. Teams win without paying quarterbacks. That's how teams win Super Bowls. It's having true. quarterbacks on rookie deals. And I think that is true. that's what teams are afraid of. I'm looking at the NFC, the entire NFC. Outside of the East, which has the Eagles, the Giants, I don't think Dak is, is all that. So I think if the Cowboys got Lamar, that would be a huge upgrade. Um, but there's no other teams in the NFC that like have a safe quarterback. But I don't, I don't think they're competing I mean, for a Super Bowl. I think they're competing to get a new guy in here who can like turn the team around. I mean, what, do you, what are you going to trade Baltimore now? Because they have no leverage. 
Well, maybe cr- a first round. Well, pick? they no, they have they have the transition tag on him, so oh, it's two first round picks is a minimum right now. If he goes, he can sign wherever he wants right now, but it'd be two first round picks. And I don't think Baltimore will take less than two first round picks from. Well, you, I, I would. You can't, right? Well, you could, I guess, drop the tag. I don't know how whole it works, but. If I was Baltimore, I wouldn't take less than two first-round picks for this guy. I, I just think it's ridiculous. The dude's proven himself. He's you know he's carried that sorry team his entire career to the playoffs every single season. Yeah, with, but realist, realistically, around him, like, realistically, how many teams man. could he go on that makes him a legitimate contender to win a Super Bowl? Because unless unless you're going from an average team to a legitimate contender for a Super Bowl, I don't see why you're trading two first-round picks for a quarterback. And those teams are probably like the Commanders. I don't think the Falcons are it. Like honestly, I, and this is kind of not. I'm not trying to segue it, but I think it'll, it'll open up the conversation. It just reminds do the Jets just switch plans and try and go for Lamar now? I would imagine that offense. Oh my god! You were kind of building your team around inserting Aaron Rodgers and and you know then becoming a playoff contender. You know, I, I know they didn't want to have a plan B. Do you just go for this plan B? If, if the Jets get Lamar Jackson, that would probably they would be the best offense in the NFL. If you're I, the Jets, who would you rather though? I, Lamar, because you don't get young. You yeah. don't. You get Lamar Jackson. You don't get Aaron Rodgers. That's two. That's two pluses right there. <laughs> <laughs> you got a younger QB. You got uh, more versatile QB. We haven't. I mean, we haven't seen what Lamar Jackson can do with actual wide receivers. You know. <laughs> Um, I don't know. Uh, who, who would you, if you were the Jets GM? I feel like I'd rather Rodgers, because I feel like Rodgers <laughs> is a proven commodity. He's proven to win it, and the Jets are a team that's built to win now, and Lamar Jackson might have a better future going forward, but we haven't seen him do it, and you can pay and give up less draft, draft capital for Rodgers. Yeah, because Aaron Rodgers is such a winner in his entire career. He won so much. He's been that, to, he that went that to three one, straight NFC Championship games. Like, that, come on that now. That one Super Bowl more than a decade Lamar Jackson is an MVP. Ago? And once again, Lamar Jackson hasn't done any in the playoffs. I'm just saying, he like, Rodgers has been a proven winner. Like, you, you can criticize Rodgers for not winning a Super Bowl. He won a decade ago. Now he's crazy. He's also had teams around him. Yeah. They've, they've built, you know. He has. Same defenses. Yeah. I, I just think it's, he's a proven commodity. You're getting him for less. You're paying him less. I, I think I think Lamar is proven. I think it's a win-win. I, I just to be completely transparent. Yeah, I, I just I don't get it. You know, I, he's money. proven himself. Why can't someone just pay him? I, nobody I has don't the understand. nobody has the money. At this point in the off season, everybody's gone through off season plans of like signing their guys and all that stuff, and they don't have any money to spend on him. Yeah, it's it's just disappointing because a, a guy like that who's you know proven himself, he's not going to get paid, and he should. He should get paid. We'll have to see how this saga ends up. Because I, I, I would be, I don't know if I would. Do, do you think this offseason finishes without any resolution? Yeah, I don't think. I'm assuming Lamar just wouldn't happening. play. You know, if wouldn't I play were, next if year. If I were Lamar, I wouldn't play. Yeah, if, I'm assuming he would sit well, out. <sighs> so do you? Does this offseason finish without? You know. Yeah, and the Ravens win two games next year. <laughs> I'm hammering the under. We don't endorse gambling, but I'm hammering the under on their uh, win total if this contract doesn't get fig- figured out. I think they just released it. It's like eight and a half or something. No. <laughs> Not a shot. Hammering the under. They don't deserve to win eight and a half if he does play. That roster's garbage. But yeah. um, no. A little bit of other NFL news before we switch sports. Uh, and I don't really know if this warrants any conversation, but just an interesting headline: uh, the Guardians are under sale, or un- are the Commanders? Oh, sorry, I'm switching. Wrong the, sport. Wrong sport. 
Wrong I team name. I have it. Same idea. Though. Same <laughs> idea. Know, yeah. 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 You, you understand where I'm coming from. <laughs> Thank you, Rick. The Commanders um, are for sale, and I believe there's now two six billion dollar offers on the table. One of which is the group that Magic Johnson's in. I forget who else is in that group. I don't know who the other group is. Thought it was pretty funny that Mike. Um, shoot, what's his last name? McDaniel. The yeah, Dolphins yeah, coach yeah, yeah. saying how when he worked there, he didn't, he couldn't get free coffee. Uh, he's a funny guy. Is Magic Johnson the part of the uh, Canadian group? I think he's part of the Sixers ownership. Which yeah, might the be the Canadian group. Is the Canadian group the other one? I think the Canadian the group's the other one. Okay. I think there's one group with like the Sixers owner and Magic Johnson, and one with like some Canadian billionaire. This is great, though. It's good that what is it? The Gilberts? They're they're done. They're out of the NFL. Oh uh, no, that's Gilberts are the Cavs. That's Cavs, yeah. Um, this is oh, Snyder, Dan Snyder, Snyders, Dan yeah. Snyder's. Yeah, it, it's been an absolute terrible situation in Washington for a while. They're like a, that's a big NFL market, and to have a team, Sad. have an owner now come in here, hopefully to take over this team and turn around. The NFC just gets better and better. You, you really don't have to do much to make it somewhat competent organization. You just don't mess up like the Snyder's. He has did. so many sexual assaults, <laughs> assault like like it's ridiculous. So it's yeah. it's a different. There's the Canadian billionaire, Steve. Is it Stopopoulos? Apostolopoulos. <laughs> so he's he's Canadian, but probably Greek as well. Canadian billionaire. Got to be Greek. And then there's a group name. led by um, billionaire Josh Harris, who is also Canadian. Wow. <laughs> and Magic Johnson's part of that group okay. too. So Josh uh, Harris has been trying to buy a lot of teams. He tried to buy the Mets. Before really? he was in that Steve Cohen bid, wow. he wasn't like he was against Steve Cohen on that one. How much did Steve Cohen buy the Mets for? Is it two, two or three? So that was two or three. Yeah. yeah. Either way, for all of our Canadian listeners out there, you'll be pleased to announce that regardless, it's going to be a Canadian owner. So that's pretty cool. Hopefully. Do you Hopefully. think it goes above six billion? That's a crazy. Well, estimate. if two guys are bidding, bidding six billion, you'd arguably say yeah. that somebody's going to have to offer more. That's just—it's crazy to think about, like. The Commanders. Well, last year they six billion. Last year know? the Broncos sold for four billion, and now the yeah. Commanders are selling for six billion. I guess that makes sense then. And there's apparently there's also land in the deal, like they DC, like the Commanders own land in like Virginia that for like a new stadium build, and like that's also in the deal. I don't know. <laughs> I guess yeah. That's interesting. Um, good for Commanders fans though. That's yeah. Good for them. I guess we'll have to update you know when that happens. Um, <laughs> moving on to the NBA, we have. Or do we want to do MLB first? Up to you guys. Let's go. Let's go NBA first. Yeah, we, NBA. Wait, wait, true. Do you have your trivia question? Oh, for the NBA. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. So this is. <laughs> this is. Uh, you were so excited. True, tried yeah, to deprive I, the listeners of this fun <laughs> trivia question, I, and me and Liam would not let yeah. him. Uh, you, you guys, you guys will see why. Why I was hesitant. <laughs> so there's been three trio or two trios, teammates in NBA history. That are, tri- trios or duos? Trios, excuse okay. me. I'm all over the place right now. All age 23 or younger to score 30 points or more in the same game. Can you name the two trios? And I'll give you a hint because it's going to be did impossible. They, they, they both played for the Thunder. Did any of them happen this season? All right, so one's, one's got to be Russ, um, James Harden, and Kevin Durant. Correct. Did Did it happen this season? Yes. But I, I guarantee you cannot guess the three it was. Giddy was one of them. Giddy was one of them with 30. Williams, got to be one of the Williams. This was last night. Got to be yeah. Jalen Williams. It was Jalen Williams it with 31 points. So I'm no. going to go, was it, 
It, it might have been I. Was it Isaiah? It was Joe? Isaiah Joe with 33 <laughs> points. Yeah. That's sick. Yeah. Second trio ever in NBA history. Did they win? No, they oh. lost the Hornets last night. <laughs> it was actually hey, devastating. The dude. Hornets are tough. PJ Washington had his career high. I saw 43. Yeah. Right? It was a huge loss for us, and that's a well, great segue into uh, why it's a huge loss for us because there are seven games left in the season mm-hmm. for most teams. Um, you know, we've been tracking the West play-in tournament for a while now, and it's kind of expanding a little bit above the play-in tournament because the Clippers, 11 and a half games behind first. And, and the, the Suns. Yeah, let's just go to the uh, Suns. The Suns in fourth place are 11 games behind first, and the Mavericks at 11 are 14 and a half games. Four to 11 is separated by that is crazy. three and a half games. And, and, you know, Liam, you've been very pessimistic recently about the Mavs. You guys are tied with us. Like, well, you, you and, a ga- and a half game by the Lakers. You not why we're, we're tied with you guys? Because the damn Hornets keep beating everyone, bro. Yeah. They swept us. They beat us back-to-back games. Dude, Kyrie just like Hornets, two sacks. They've yeah, won three in a row. The Hornets are just playing spoilers at this point. I really don't want to play them again. Think, But we play the Sixers tonight, so that's going to be interesting. You guys are a game behind eight. I said it last time le- on the show. I yeah. don't, I'm really worried. I don't know if the Mavs are going to make the play-in. Yeah, the the T-Wolves have actually won four in a row, believe it or not, which is crazy. They are now a seven seed, a half game behind the Warriors. It'd be weird if the Warriors fell into the play-in tournament. That would that would be weird, weird sighting for sure. Huge game tonight, uh, T-Wolves-Suns. That's going to have a lot of implications because if the Suns lose that, they fall to 40 and 36, so they'd be, I guess, a half game above the... Warriors and the T Wolves would be forty and thirty seven. So they'd be a half game jump, the Wolves too. Yeah. It's gonna be a very competitive final to see who gets in here who's it not in a playing game. I, I feel like I wanna say that the Suns, Clippers, and Warriors are gonna be able to find a way to avoid the playing game, but who knows? Um Lakers are barely holding on there. It's really gonna like I don't even know. The T Wolves could fall all the way out. They're only two games above a safety spot. Anything could happen here. I'm, I just I'm looking at the last ten right now, and you look at these play-in teams. The only team that <laughs> has a bad record in their last ten is the Mavericks. They won a four-game skid. They lost like seven of eight at one point. They're just playing some terrible basketball, which is why I'm worried. And Jason Kidd is once again, he just refuses to play Christian Wood. I, I just don't understand it. I'm gonna go back to. My handy dandy tankathon.com remaining schedule strength. Yeah, let's pull that up right now. Yeah. So we have. It's not good for the Mavs. The Mavericks are playing the Sixers, Hawks and Kings, Heat. Heat, and Hawks. Those are their, their toughest opponents. The, they, they're going to lose all those games. I, it, to be honest, though, it looks like the Pelicans are going to. The Pelicans have the, wor- the, the hardest, hardest schedule. Correct. Yeah. They got six games less. A lot Nuggets, of Grizzlies, games. Kings, Knicks, Clippers, T Wolves. Brandon Ingram's also out. been on fire recently. So, they, you know, they have a chance to win. All, I think they have a chance in all those games. Anybody's got a chance in any yeah. of these games going I mean, forward. The Hornets smoked us twice in a row. Like. <laughs> P.J. Washington had a 43-point outburst yesterday. The Lakers also have a very easy schedule down the stretch, yes. which games against the Rockets, Bulls, and Jazz. So Lakers can find themselves in there. So this it's, it's going to be tight. Not if Pat Bev has anything to say. Exactly. That's true. <laughs> very true. I really hope that Pat Bev can deliver Shout out promise. Pat Bev for uh, hitting the, the dagger and then calling LeBron a little boy. <laughs> that was that is crazy. That is, that is wild. 
Um, the Jazz, who I don't know if they have a chance in this still. Uh, they played the Lakers twice. I was trying to see if anyone like plays each other a good amount of times. I would love that. Um, outside of that, I don't think anyone in that little contest really plays each other too much. Um, I, I mean, the Warriors and Suns play the Thunder, but and the Jazz play the Thunder. It's it's going to be a really great finish. Oh, the 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 T Wolves play the th- uh, play the Lakers. Yes, it's going to be a great finish this season. Um, I think T Wolves Lakers going to be a big game. Yes, T-Wolves-Lakers tonight, T-Wolves-Suns, we mentioned. There's just a lot of really impactful games going on. Um, I'm on the edge of my seats. I think everyone at home, you need to buckle your seatbelts because it's going to be a wild ride. When is KD? Is he back tonight? He's back tonight. Back tonight. That's big. KD's back huge. KD, go out and destroy the Timberwolves. Did you just just wish KD luck in... On, in the Suns uniform to do something good? I don't good. think he wow. needs luck against the Timberwolves. Did you hear that, Ray? Okay. I did. I think he'll be okay against the Timberwolves without my my blessing. Is Cat still out? I really need him to, I don't know him to been, win this game. Or Cat's back. Cat is back. Cat is back. Yeah, so last games of the season are not this Sunday, but next Sunday. So next Wednesday, when we're back in the air, there will be only a couple games left of the season. So oh. hopefully something's wow. been figured out in this race and we can give you some legit – Science-backed predictions. Science-backed predictions. Well, let's uh, let's switch conferences to the East. Um, right now, it looks like the Bucks are going to run away with that one seed. They only two-game lead right now. Two, two and, and a half. half. Yeah. The Celtics have been playing well recently. Seven out of la- seven of the last ten. It's going to be a dogfight to try to get to that last spot. I don't know if they can do it, but if they can get the first seed, that'd be huge. They do play the Bucks. The Celtics have a tough stretch coming down the stretch. Bucks, Sixers, Hawks, Raptors. The Bucks and Sixers games are really tough. Both teams are top five in in strength of schedule remaining. Yeah, so it's gonna be it's gonna be a test for both of them. All it's just all combinations that happen. The Bucks and Sixers still have to play. The Celtics Sixers have to play, and the Bucks and the Celtics have to play. So it could shake down to those couple of games down the stretch. I really hope we get the one seed because I'd like to avoid playing the Bucks and the Sixers in the second round if I don't have to. I think you're gonna have to. We might have to. Yeah. And they've done it before, and we can do it again, but I would prefer not to. So let's see if we can close the stretch down the uh, rest of the way. Did we talk about, I don't know if this was last show or afterwards, how Embiid is now the Vegas favorite for MVP? No, we did not. I I thought we did. I don't know what we're talking about now. Oh. That's crazy. Yeah. Officially, so I guess maybe it was in the last week, maybe earlier. Officially, um, number one, both on like the NBA's website and Vegas odds. Um, I mean, he's been balling. They're, they've both been balling. We've yeah. talked about this before. It's it's ridiculous um, how good the three candidates are. Uh, I think Jokic is down back. Really? Jokic went back up. Jokic went back well, up. Barely. It's like plus 110, plus 125. Wow. I saw... Cedar Sportsbook had them both at minus 115, We don't actually. endorse gambling, but yeah. sprinkle some money on that. I but, saw... Um, on either if, one, honestly. If Embiid won it this year, he would be... Um, the MVP with the most missed games, which I thought was pretty interesting. They said there was something that came out that said they might start having minimum game requirements. Yeah, which I think should. Totally, totally should, think that's fair. Should be, yeah, to kind of limit the whole, um, shoot, what's what's it called when you just sit out games like Kawhi Leonard? Uh, rest? No. Like, what, what's the name for it, though? Lo- load, load management. management. Yeah. yeah. To kind of eliminate that with our stars. I think that would be interesting. I just I I didn't know that Embiid has missed that many games this season. I didn't realize that yeah. either. 
Was it like yeah, a crazy. stretch, or is it just like kind of every now I and then? No idea. Um, but the fact that the Sixers are still, you know, battling as a three seed and their MVP's been out a ton, I think they're going to be good in the playoffs. They're going to be good. We talked about this tirelessly. I, I just can't wait for that Celtics-Sixers matchup. I really hope that's what we get. I think He's only played 61 games so far this year, so argument takes seven more games to play 68 out of 82. That's not terrible. And 14 missed games? Yeah, that's not crazy. It would be the most ever, though, for an MVP. Hmm. That's kind of wild. Yeah. It's kind of wild that it's really not that much. Like no, fourteen, 14, games? 14 games is nothing in my mind. No, I mean that's still what like twenty percent of the season. Eh, probably like mm, fifteen twenty percent. Yeah, that's a good chunk. That's a good chunk. Yeah, yeah. It would just be I think devastating if Embiid got three straight second place finishes <laughs> for MVP. <laughs> it, it, it just like wouldn't even be funny anymore. It'd just be really sad. Yeah, yeah we'll, see. we'll see if he gets it. Yeah, Got a couple guy. more games to shake out, see what's going to happen. Either guy deserves it. Wonder if Jokic will get rested down the stretch a little bit. Maybe that changes yeah. stuff. They've got the one seed locked up. I don't even, it's Do not, have, it's not locked, locked up, up but, but like, like, they got a three-game lead over right now and a couple of games to lock it up. And they're 5-5 five and five in the last 10. Wow. Grizzlies have been on, hot. Grizzlies on a seven-game win streak. Nine out of the last 10. So they started that without jaw. They got the shooter back. Good, good for the Grizzlies. I hope that they meet their demise early in the playoffs. Um, one thing that I think is really interesting is Mikel Bridges has still been balling, as we've talked about, but the, the Nets have really fallen off. They're 3-7 and seven of the last 10, fallen into the play-in tournament. Yeah, they're going to have game out, but yeah, they're probably going to fall in. Yeah. They're going to fall in, and then anything can happen in the play-in tournament. They could just miss the playoffs altogether at that point. Um, I, feel like it's, I feel like this team... I think we've talked about it. Is me and Lee were talking yesterday. They're like, they got so many really good role players. Yeah. They and yeah. you need like an off season. I feel like to figure out how to fit these pieces together on a basketball court because it's great. In, it's great in like two K. It's great in uh, <laughs> it's awesome in two K. <laughs> on paper, but like to fit all these pieces together on the court when a lot of these guys do very similar things. It's a hard task to do this midway yeah. through the season with yeah. all the stuff that's going on with the team. Shout out to their coach, though. Yeah. I mean, for all he's been doing, the fact that this team is even, like, going to sniff the playoffs with what's happening to them this season, they shut out Ben Simmons is done for the season as well. And his first half year coaching. Yeah. Steve Nash started the season. If, yeah, yeah, exactly. As much as you want to forget shout it. Shout out to Jacques, Jacques Vaughn, right? Yeah. Jacques. Yeah. yeah. Shout I mean, out to him. Shout out for, you know... You get back all these pieces in, in, in all these various trades, and I don't I don't know if you necessarily... Just because of the leverage that the superstars had, I don't know if you can really. They had the the ability to foresee like let's get pieces back to craft around identity. I think obviously they kind of did with the defense, but I mean to to do this well since the trade deadline is kind of a uh, huge shout out. Um, and I agree with you, Rank. They need to kind of figure out what's going on. I completely, honestly, forgot this team still has Ben Simmons. So you 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 know you have Ben <laughs> Simmons, you have Cam Thomas, you have all these wings. You, you need some sort of identity. And I think a bit of a reshuffling here, maybe some signings, well, maybe some more trades. They have picks now. Yeah. So yeah. they could go out this summer, trade a few picks, get a star. They have if, picks plus very coveted role players. Like they have a lot of three and D guys that. Like Cam Johnson, have Doe have have a lot of value on our yeah. tree. I think they want to keep Bridges to. Oh, I think Bridges I think, is one of the pieces you, they're you, building forward with. But those other two guys, yeah, you, very valuable. You put a star around Dinwiddie, Bridges, and Claxton. Mm-hmm. You're Thomas? that's a playoff team right away. Seth Curry, yeah. Joe Harris yeah, off Seth the bench. Curry, Joe like, Harris, Cam Thomas. Cam Thomas. Cam Thomas. They've got guys up and down that roster. Yeah, 
And Yuda? maybe they get rid of Ben Yuda? Simmons. I don't know. I don't know what his trade value is. Probably like nothing with his contract. But ben, yeah, he's, he's he said he's rehabbing his back, so he's done for the season. Yeah. Would you rather, if you're a Nets fan, like, okay, so we slip into the plan, we lose the plan, we're now in the lottery. Is it the worst thing in the world? They don't get another pick, though. They don't have it this year. No, it's probably it's probably the Rocket, Rockets pick. They probably traded away for James uh, Harden. So they oh, so they don't have their pick. I don't know when they, so have, they have their any pick. picks this year. They definitely do. They probably the Mavs pick. Yeah. I hadn't thought about that. I saw if the, if the Mavs... Let's see. Nets future draft picks. They have <laughs> Phoenix, Houston, or Philadelphia. Probably Philly's there. Actually, they have their own this year. I didn't realize that. Yeah, spe- they don't have the Mavs. Speaking of the Mavs... Yeah, Until 2027. If the Mavs <laughs> fall into the play-in, they keep their... It's top 10 protected, so they keep their pick if they, fall, if they don't make the play-in. But otherwise, the Knicks get it, I think. The Knicks. Interesting. Yeah. What? The Porzingis trade? I don't know. <laughs> this is still a Porzingis trade. Yeah. I sure the uh, Wizards are considering giving Porzingis a uh, four-year max contract. Max. Are you serious? Yeah. Well, you know, shout out to him because he's averaging career highs in like everything this year. The Wizards are just bleh. I don't know what they're trying to do. Like Bradley Beal, you, you paid him. He's not going to win you games. They've got the core three, the big three of Bradley Beal, Kyle Kuzma, and Porzingis. <laughs> oh. Did you see what what Dinwiddie said about his time in in Washington? <laughs> no. He said uh, he was like severely misled. He said that. <laughs> oh, I forgot who he compared. <laughs> what? He said that Denny Avdia was supposed to be like the second coming of. Oh yeah. <laughs> who was he comparing him to? It was like, like the, Ginobili, the Israeli, like Kobe or something like that, or. It was, I, I saw that though. Yeah, that was absurd. Shout out um, to Dinwiddie. Oh, <laughs> this is crazy. He said Denny Avdia was supposed to be the second coming of Luca. <laughs> Bro, that's on you for believing that. To be honest, Dinwiddie fell for that. He yeah. Oh my god, dude. I mean, Denny Avdia has turned himself into a decent role player, but come on, second coming of Luca. Yeah, I mean, he, he said, this is a direct quote, he said, we had Rui coming back from what he was struggling with. Danny was supposed to be the second coming of Luka. You got Brad, who's obviously the Max guy, and then you got Lakers guys coming over who want to establish themselves independently of LeBron, people playing for deals. And it was a situation where I was just saying, what are we doing? Sounds pretty hectic, I guess. But <laughs> Shout out to the Wizards. I mean, they're just such an irrelevant franchise. No offense to Wizards fans, but... Oh, I want to. Uh, I want to give a shout out to the Pistons. Right now, they're looking like they're gonna. They're gonna finish dead last in the NBA, so they're gonna have the <laughs> highest chance for Wemby. Shout out to the shout yeah. out to Detroit. You guys need this. Wemby, Cade, Ivy. Yeah, um, quite a trio. Dangerous. I guess yesterday was the McDonald's All American game. Yeah. Bronny put on a show Bronny, there. Dude, Bronny's DJ Wagner did well. too. I'm not sure. Where's Wagner going? He's going to. Is it Duke, Kentucky I think. Or Duke? Duke or something like that. Bronny has not announced where he's going, which is Bronny is not announced. Weird yeah. for so late. Like he's got to go. Top thirty-five. Got to be Ohio State, right? Got to be. I was gonna guess like an SC. I think state, Ohio state, state or Oregon or USC are currently the top three. Yeah. Maybe even Duke, but I don't know about Duke. He's got to go Ohio State. I think Oregon's a big is a big favorite to land him. Really? Yeah. I could see him staying local. I could see an SC. SC's also definitely yeah. a possibility there. Um, it is intriguing though. Will he go to even go to G League? No. Make some money. 
Well, I guess now I you can Le- make money. I think LeBron would. Um, yeah, he's making enough money already, right? Yeah. I think LeBron would make him go, go to school for a year. Yeah, since he didn't get to. That's yeah. fair. As he, it would be interesting to see college basketball with Brian next year. Like, can he live up to the hype? Can he do what he's? Yeah. Well, Bronny, I think some mock draft had him like top ten overall. Bronny's been yeah. really good this year, which is. I think it's kind of extinguished any idea that LeBron and Bronny are going to play together because if a, if a team ta- if a bad team takes Bronny, I mean if LeBron's still I'm assuming he's still going to be trying to win a championship next year. He's not just going to like I, give I, that up I, to go to like some garbage team. I I think he could go, I think he could do it. I, LeBron could do whatever he wants. LeBron could do <laughs> yes, he could do whatever he wants. At this <laughs> age, like I understand what's another yeah. championship, but I think 40. his true goal. He's been saying for a while, yeah. and everybody's okay. What if like the, goes to play the, with him? let's say the let's say the Magic are a little better than they are next year. And so they fall, like they get like the, the, the eighth, ninth pick, and they take Bronny. Is LeBron is not going to the Magic. Well, that's, that's no, the I, I he said he's not that's going. That's the, the magic. one place he said he's never going to go. Well, okay, <laughs> Pistons. Two <laughs> options. Let's say the Pistons get Wemby. They're a little better next year, so they have the eighth pick. They take, like, you think Bron is going to the two Pistons? Here. He, one, he could go to that team, or two, like plenty Plus of foreign players yeah. have done before. He can. As Bronny's dad, like, say, Bronny's not signing for you. Bronny's not playing for you. Like, you can draft him, <laughs> but he's not coming. <laughs> Pulling Eli Manning. What a douche <laughs> move that would be. I Jeez. Mean, people do it. People do it. Yeah. It's, it's not uncommon. Or you could just force whatever team he's on to be like, you need to yeah, you you're need train up. You're training up for him. AD, goodbye. The Lakers are so bad, they might actually have that eighth pick. Yeah. No, <laughs> if, they have, if they have their own pick, they <laughs> might have true. that pick. Next year, dude? LeBron's going to stay out all next year just so he, the Lakers are bad enough to get Bronny. That's crazy. All right. That's going to be sick, though. Let's, uh, before we get into, actually, do you have any trivia or no? I have college basketball trivia if you'd okay. like. Okay. Before we get into college basketball and MLB, we got to take a quick break, some sponsors. Um, but stay with us. 89.1 FM WXVU, Villanova Student Run Radio, The Roar. You listen to Fun the Locker Room. Stay with us. MLB, opening day, and some college basketball. We'll be right back. Villanova is holding its first annual Financial Wellness Week Tuesday, March 28th and Wednesday, March 29th in the West Lounge of Doherty Hall. There will be different speakers each day covering topics from retirement, social security, and financial tips for your 20s and 30s. This will be a lunch and learn, so feel free to bring your lunch. For more information, contact Patrick Valentine at patrick.valentine at villanova.edu. The following is made possible by Dad. Why was the basketball court all wet? Because the players kept dribbling all over it. <laughs> the Dad Joke. Corny, groan-worthy, but also one of the simplest ways to share a moment with your kids. Why do you have to be careful when it's raining cats and dogs? Because you might step in a poodle. <laughs> and kids that spend more time with their dads grow up to be smarter, more successful. Can I tell you a cat joke? Just kidding. <laughs> and with any luck, funnier adults. Why didn't the skeleton go to the dance? Because he didn't have anybody to go with. Dad jokes rule. So take a moment to make a moment and give your kid a laugh. <laughs> it's as easy as going to fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. <laughs> That's really funny. 
Now, here's your three-day weather forecast for the main line. A mix of sun and clouds for your Wednesday, a high of 56. Partly cloudy tonight, we'll get down to 30 degrees for a low. Sunny skies Thursday, cooler, a high of just 47. And a mix of sun and clouds Friday with clouds building in the afternoon, high of 62. Did you miss your favorite WXVU show? Have no fear, because every single WXVU show is available on demand. You heard that right, every single show. Search WXVU on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts, and you'll find archives of all of our weekly shows. It's another reason why this truly is the greatest semester in the history of Villanova's V891, The Roar. Welcome back, everybody, to 89.1 FM, WXVU, Villanova student-run radio, The Roar. Um, you're listening to Fun the Locker Room. We just finished up our NFL news, NBA segment, and now we're getting into opening day. And it should be a great season. We saw a lot of off-season moves. We saw DeGrom. We saw Verlander. We saw Correa. We saw Trey Turner, uh, Bogarts. Um, you know, I'm sure I'm missing a bunch of guys out there, but a lot. You know, what, what was it? Was it the summer of shortstops? Does this usually happen in baseball? And it, it just seemed like there's a lot of shortstops that were moving Lots around. Lots of shortstops this year. Aaron Judge saga. Um, nobody knew the whole Correa thing. Where Correa was going. Um, and yeah, so we have a, a great season tipping off tomorrow. We just did our fantasy drafts yesterday. That was all very exciting. Um, I'm gonna let you guys lead this segment and just you know let's get into some predictions and let's let's have some non-met predictions. How about that? <laughs> Thanks. Um, I'm really excited for special season. There's a lot of not just player movement, but these new rules in place. Like I'm intrigued to see what teams do with the shift. The Red Sox experimenting spring training with having two out with putting all three outfields on one side of the field like that's crazy um i'm curious to see the pitch clock will these games be faster will this continue will we see different things like scherzer has talked about the ways he's going to manipulate the pitch clock and these really good pitchers are going to find ways to do this and i'm it's just it adds a whole new i feel like one of the best things about baseball is the strategy and the dynamics and the manipulation you can do on a baseball field by not just a manager but now by the pitcher and i'm intrigued to see how this plays a role going forward. And it just adds another thing that teams can be better or worse at, at which is really cool. I think these new rules are going to be, make baseball a lot more exciting. Um, you know, just with the bases getting a little bigger, not only is that going to help prevent injuries, we're going to see a lot more stolen bases, I think. Well, we'll go back to talking about stealing, stealing second. Yeah, you see that? MLB <laughs> released that great commercial <laughs> that Vogelback hasn't had a stolen base attempt in his entire career book better game the green light this, now this might be the year he does it but um yeah without the shift i think we're, we're gonna see a lot more singles we're just gonna see a lot of players just trying to hit the ball instead of hitting home runs which i think is gonna be great um i think averages are gonna go up this season baseball is gonna be more of a fun game as opposed to just strikeouts and home runs yeah and games will be shorter which is also yeah. i think they said in the spring training it shaved off 26 minutes yeah. on at least they've been like two hours they've been under two hours and 30 minutes that's crazy under two hours and 30 minutes for a baseball game my it's, god it's great someone I mean, was saying i think I, I saw on instagram today some al coach was saying whoever came up with the pitch clock put him in the hall of fame yeah something like that you think it, like so it's, it's supposed to be that impactful it's just it's better for baseball it targets younger guys younger younger people kids are going to be able to watch games instead of having to sit there for three and a half hours 
Um, it eliminates the amount of downtime yeah. in the game. It's, it's just it's fast. really nice. And we've seen. I don't know if you guys have seen like the overlay that they do now, um, of like one pitch being thrown in like the World Series from three years ago yeah. versus entire at bats taking place. It's, it's crazy. Really? Yeah. I'm excited to be able to watch some baseball again. I haven't really watched much spring, much spring training because it's spring training baseball, yeah. but being back on the uh, Mets grind will be fun. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be fun. I think um, there are gonna be some surprising teams this year. Yeah, I think I think a lot of teams that have been bad historically have start are gonna start turning the corner. Like the Orioles started turning the corner last year. Can they continue their turnaround? Like mm-hmm. we'll see what these teams can do up and down the lineup. The Mariners are gonna be a team to watch. The yep. Rangers they were really good at the beginning of um, 2010s powerhouse at the beginning of that decade but they've really fallen off i think they're going to turn it around this and year the a teams bit. that were like predicting just be around average like can the twins make a little run can the angels finally put it all together yeah. they've got some pitching help got some help in the uh in the lineup and hopefully with two best players in baseball maybe yeah. truck can finally stay healthy for a while i know he had the bad back injuries but it could be otani's last year in los angeles and who knows if he stays there all year or what but I'm intrigued to see what they can do. Speaking of Otani, and it's kind of a little bit of predictions for awards. I'm going to read you guys the Vegas odds for um, favorites for certain awards. Just let me know what you think about them. So in the AL, the Cy Young is DeGrom at plus 500, and Verlander and Corbin Burns in plus 500. Wait, in the NL? In the NL, at plus 500. Um, And then I'll get into Shohei for MVP in a minute. Who else is behind DeGrom and AL? They just have... They just have DeGrom is, is the favorite, and then Verlander and Burns are tied for favor in the NL. I would not bet DeGrom to win the Cy Young. He can't stay healthy. I'm a hater, so yeah. Yeah. I'd, I'd, uh, Who I'd would you that. say deser- is deserving of it uh, in the boy, AL? Maybe your boy, Jarrett Cole. <laughs> Garrett? <laughs> yes, Garrett. <laughs> <laughs> Mispronunciation. That's, that's rare for you. Yeah, for, for those out there that don't know. No, nope, no. Nope. <laughs> um, um, Garrett Cole is definitely an option. Dylan Dylan has been playing well. Shohei's always going to be in the conversation. McClanahan. Maybe Robbie Ray. I don't know. John Valdez pitched well in the uh, postseason. Could he like, yeah, turn it around? Have a nice season. Maybe Kevin Gosman. No, there's a lot of guys I think that could. So for MVP, damage. they have Shohei at plus 200. And Soto plus four fifty. Do we see uh, Shohei get another MVP? Well, we don't endorse gambling, but if Shohei is plus, put money on it. <laughs> the, the, the one thing though, I have about Shohei, which is going to be intriguing come deadline day, because I don't think he's back in the Angels uniform next year. As much as like fair, as, as biased as I am about him coming to the Mets, but I just think in general he will not be in A's in an Angels uniform next year. And if you're the Angels, and you reach this time of the year and you're not you're like barely in like hunt for a wild card do you trade Shohei like do you get some value out of him because otherwise you let him walk and you've lost all this value and will he not win MVP because he's in a different he's in a different league it's stuff like this that makes me so angry because baseball is a sport unlike any other that you can pay guys however much you want Mm -hmm. the Angels have Mike Trout and Shohei Otani, two of the best play, the, the two best players of our generation. Spend some money, put a team around them. I don't know why they're not doing everything in their power to to make make him stay. Um, I do. I will say this though. I think if the Angels make the playoffs, if the Angels get a playoff spot, 
I think Shohei will stay. Yeah, I agree. Oh, really? I think he will stay. I don't. I think the odds of the Angels making a playoffs very slim, though. But the Angels are top seven in, in payroll. They're spending well, money. They're not well, spending. A, they're not spending it well. It's Trout and Rendon. They're, they're yeah, Trout and Rendon. They're not spending yeah. it well. They, they've had they've had zero pitching staff for seems like forever. I I just don't get it. On the NL side, I saw this on Twitter, and you guys aren't gonna like this. Um, sleeper pick would be Trey Turner for MVP because of the injuries to Hoskins and Harper, and Turner absorbing a little bit of that responsibility. He needs to step up in a big way for the Phillies to have a big season this year. So potentially, yeah, but that's zero protection. That line, yeah, there's yeah, no protection. Hoskins. And Harper out, which is gonna be tough. Yeah, I'm. I'm look. I was looking at the Mets lineup the other day. Outside of like, it's not great. Outside of Pete, we have zero power. But um, I'm gonna give That's my batty up. I'm gonna give my NL MVP. Go for it, um, Mister Mister Smiles, Francisco Lindor of the New York Mets. I think this season, if he stays fully healthy, he his lefty swing has been looking unbelievable. They moved in the. Um, the right field wall a couple feet. I think he could have a 30-30 season this year. And he's, uh, if you don't address gambling, but he's plus 3,000 if you like Liam and you want to follow Liam's picks. It's free money. Yeah, I uh, I feel like Juan Soto, he definitely had a down year last year in general, but a lot of stuff off the field going on with him. So I think he bounced back in a big way, and I would still consider him the favorite to win the award. Um, Acuna's back. It's going to be interesting to see what he can do. That's Padres line was crazy. The fact that Machado, Tatis, and Soto are all top 10 in odds to win the MVP. Yeah, you want to talk about protection a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's why Soto's got going forward. Yeah. And, you know, all the analysts have been taking the Padres. I know, but you know what they say. Pick. When oh, everybody well, picks the same yeah, team, yeah, true. It never happens. See all those old takes exposed. Yeah, spe- ne- never heard of that before. Especially in baseball. Yep. Especially in Never baseball. heard of that before. All right, opening day pitching matchups. What are we most likely, I mean, most excited to see? I'm, I'm going to steal yours, and I'm going to say Scherzer or it, Sandy. It's got to be. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so excited. 4, 10 p.m. Um, tomorrow. Where are you going to be? You're not going to be. Well, we don't have we class. Don't, we, we don't have class. Have, wow. I'm going to be parked on my couch. Wow. Did you get MLB TV game? Game? We do. We we stole. Well, maybe <laughs> we I won't say how we got We have MLB TV. But wow, yeah, we uh, exciting. Um, Phillies, Rangers, Aaron Nola, Degrom. We'll see. That's a nice matchup. Are you guys gonna watch that? Guys. Are you gonna watch what Degrom in four oh five? No, because the Mets game will. Be but like on ESPN Plus. No, I hate Degrom. You can go wow. shove it. Oh, yeah. Oh, I, I need to do some laundry today and get my Pete jersey nice and clean for tomorrow. Yeah, I'll wear that around campus. David Wright's coming out tomorrow. Very excited. Um, what else we got? Zach Allen, Urias. Um. I don't understand why the ESPN game of the day is White Sox Astros. Why? I guess why? It, I mean, I guess the World Series winner. I guess so, but yeah. why? Why would they put the get the White Sox for the first game of the day? The White Sox, they just always play below expectations. But fun team is it? Is it Cease versus uh, Framber? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good pitching matchup. That's, that's a, a great matchup. thing about opening day. All these guys, it's just everybody's ace. It's awesome. Is uh, is this guy, this guy Herman Marquez? Is he is he good? Rockies. Yeah. Yeah. It's him versus Snell because great pronunciation, true. Did I get it right? Yeah. It sounded pretty nice. Yeah. 
Well, there's an accent on the A, so I wasn't uh, in, in Herman. <laughs> yeah, Herman. So, yep. Okay, thank you. Nailed it. Uh, thank you. And uh, Musgrove is, still has that broken toe, and I think they're giving Darvish some time where, after where the Where are they playing tomorrow? WBC. They... It's at, it's at uh, Petco Park. So oh. Snell is getting the opening day. Uh, I, I would have loved to see them play in that high elevation. See Machado or Juan Soto blast one tomorrow. Oh, that'd be nice. Who do we think gets off to hot start? Any any sleeper team, Liam's you have getting off to hot start? Any sleeper teams? Mm-hmm. You know, I don't see them not only getting out to a hot start. I think that they could really do some damage this year. I think the Diamondbacks are really a underrated. Team. I don't want to hear that, man. I think they're a little underrated this year. Really? Um, yeah, that's hmm. that's my uh, that's my sleeper team this year. I think with Zach Allen, he's going to lead that rotation once again. He's been unbelievable the past couple seasons. I think he has a shot to Cy Young this year. What's I up think with he's this uh, a big step forward with this Volpe guy on the Yankees? Anthony Volpe, yeah. Volpe, future, or as Yankee fans want to say, the future yeah. shortstop of the New York Yankees. He's a Jersey boy, big Yankee fan, growing up in his life. Next, Derek Jeter. There's some cool pictures of him with Derek Jeter when he's a little kid, and they're hoping he takes over as the shortstop of the future. He's the number one prospect right now. Yeah. Wow. It's it's wow. big. How old is this kid? He's, he's younger than he's younger than us. He probably yeah. By how much? I mean, <laughs> uh, he's 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 twenty one actually. So he's my so, age. So, so he's younger than us. Yeah. Well, he, well you're twenty two, Liam. Yeah. Not. He is uh, rank. He, he was born in April of two thousand one. Yeah. Wow. Only Ten days after. Kind of like we're we you know the three of us have something in common. We do. Yeah, maybe we should go and support him. No, just no. <laughs> I, no. I think Liam's gonna have an issue with that. The Yankee shortstop. I mean, I I respect Jeter. You know, that documentary is cool, but we don't need to support the Yankees. I hope Volpe does well though. Yeah, that'd be cool. I don't want the Yankees to win a World Series, obviously, and that stuff. But like, 